Welcome to the Teacher's Lounge, a podcast dedicated to providing real-life resources for early education professionals. The Teacher's Lounge is hosted by Noel Dentino and Jessica Day. Together, they bring almost 50 years of combined experience in and out of the early education classroom, offering a wealth of knowledge and practical insights that you need now if you're in childcare. Whether you're a new assistant or making the leap from lead teacher to director, we have you covered. Join us as we delve into the unique challenges and opportunities of each role, sharing our experiences and expertise with practical tools to help you succeed. So grab a cup of coffee or your favorite drink, and let's jump into the lounge. Welcome to the Teacher's Lounge podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Day. In this episode, we will be discussing the importance of having age-appropriate expectations when it comes to the social and emotional development of our young students. As educators, we bear the responsibility of nurturing the young minds that will shape our future. Understanding the importance of age-appropriate expectations for our students is not just a key to effective teaching, It is a cornerstone of creating a supportive, inclusive, and empathetic learning environment that empowers children to thrive. In this podcast, we will explore why having age-appropriate expectations for social-emotional development is a fundamental aspect of early childhood education and how it can positively impact the journey of every child we guide. Young children experience rapid and distinctive changes in their social-emotional development. Recognizing age-appropriate expectations is pivotal for ECE professionals to create an environment that encourages children to develop these vital skills in a supportive and responsive setting. Understanding the intricacies of social-emotional development is crucial. Children are not miniature adults and they go through profound changes in their emotional and social growth that are unique to their age and stage of development. Recognizing and embracing these age-specific changes is not only essential, also transformative in the way we teach, relate to, and support our students. One of the key aspects of this recognition is acknowledging that children's behavior is not always synonymous with social appropriateness. In other words, what might seem like misbehavior to an adult may be completely age-appropriate for a child. Teachers need to understand that children, especially in their early years, are learning how to navigate the complex world of emotions and relationships. They are like little explorers in an unfamiliar territory, sometimes making mistakes, testing boundaries, and expressing themselves in ways that may seem unusual or challenging to adults. For example, imagine a toddler aged child. She might throw a temper tantrum in the classroom when she doesn't get her favorite toy. It's not because she's trying to be difficult because she's just beginning to learn how to manage her frustration and communicate her desires. Teachers need to recognize this is a normal part of her development and provide support to help her express her emotions more effectively. On the other hand, consider a preschool-aged child. He may engage in parallel play and sometimes refuse to share with his peers. 
This behavior might appear to be selfish to adults, but it's a stage in his social development. Teachers can guide this child in understanding the importance of sharing and help him build stronger social skills by offering gentle guidance and age-appropriate activities that encourage cooperation. Understanding the unique developmental stages and challenges of children at different ages is crucial for educators to create a supportive and nurturing learning environment. So what does it mean to have age-appropriate expectations for social-emotional development? It means realizing that there is a natural progression in a child's ability to understand and manage their emotions, form relationships, and exhibit self-control. It means recognizing that these skills develop at different rates for each child and are influenced by factors such as temperament, family dynamics, and individual experiences. Consider if you've ever experienced this. One preschool-age child has shown remarkable progress in understanding and managing his emotions. He is often able to express his feelings with words, negotiate conflicts with peers effectively, and demonstrate self-control when facing challenging situations. This child's behavior reflects his advanced social-emotional development. In contrast, another preschool-age child may be at an earlier stage in her social-emotional development. She occasionally struggles to articulate her emotions, and she can find it challenging to share toys with her peers without becoming upset. Her actions occasionally lean towards impulsive behavior when she experiences strong emotions. This distinction in the social-emotional development between these two children underscores the importance of recognizing that each child's journey is unique, and they will acquire these essential skills at their own pace. Some children may develop strong social and emotional skills early in their preschool years, while others may take more time to reach these milestones. Some children might excel in certain aspects of social-emotional development, like forming relationships, while needing more time to work on managing their emotions. The key is to provide support and guidance that is tailored to each child's unique pace and needs, helping them progress along their individual developmental journey. Understanding this concept is a game changer. It allows you to see beyond the surface of a child's behavior and delve deeper into their developmental stage. Rather than labeling a child's actions as disruptive or inappropriate, you can view them as opportunities for growth and learning. By having age-appropriate expectations, you create an atmosphere where children are free to explore their emotions, express themselves, and develop the necessary social and emotional skills without judgment. Embracing age-appropriate expectation fosters empathy and patience in the classroom. When you recognize that a tantrum, for instance, is a child's way of expressing frustration or seeking attention, rather than an act of defiance, you can respond with compassion and understanding. It not only helps the child navigate their emotions, but also sets a positive tone for them in how to handle challenges and conflicts. For example, instead of saying, I can't deal with you right now, or you're just doing this for attention. Try to respond to what the child is experiencing by saying, I can see that you're really upset right now. It's okay to feel that way. When you're ready, I'm here and we're happy to help you calm down. 
Or you can say, I understand that you're upset right now, but it's not safe to scream or hit. We can talk about what's bothering you when you're calm and ready to talk. Building trust and attachment with young children is crucial in early childhood education. Age-appropriate expectations, which recognize and validate children's emotions and behaviors, create a nurturing and secure environment. This fosters trust, allowing children to feel safe, loved, and valued. In return, helps them form secure attachments, which are fundamental for their social and emotional development. Understanding and supporting emotional expression and regulation is integral to the broader concept of age-appropriate expectations. When teachers acknowledge that young children are still learning how to navigate their emotions, it becomes easier to appreciate their emotional outbursts and behaviors as age-appropriate responses to the challenges they face. Here are some more examples of how to respond to these types of situations. I can see that you're really feeling frustrated right now. It's okay to feel that way, and we can work through it together. Or you can even respond by saying, Let's talk about what's making you feel this way. Sharing your feelings with us helps us understand and find ways to make you feel better. Responses that we want to avoid and not use would be statements like, why are you always so emotional? You need to toughen up and stop making a fuss about everything. Or, quit your whining and grow up. Your emotions are annoying and nobody wants to hear them. These negative responses belittle the child's emotions, use derogatory language, and fail to provide any support or guidance in managing their feelings. It may make the child feel rejected and unimportant. Recognizing that young children may struggle with emotions such as frustration, anger, and sadness, we can guide them in developing coping strategies. By providing age-appropriate tools and support, we teach children that it's okay to feel a wide range of emotions. This empowers them to express their feelings in socially acceptable and personally satisfying ways. The concept of age-appropriate expectations is especially pertinent when it comes to peer interactions. Children develop socially at their own pace, and it is essential for teachers to recognize and respect these variations. By guiding children in positive social interactions, we enable them to learn the value of sharing, taking turns, and solving problems together. In these early interactions, children begin to understand the dynamics of friendship and the joys of collaboration. They learn that relationships are built on mutual respect, effective communication, and empathy. When we establish age-appropriate expectations for peer interactions, we help children take their first steps toward forming meaningful friendships and working collaboratively as they progress in their educational journey. Pause for a moment and reflect on two kids in the same age in your classroom. Can you see how they are similar and how they are different? This understanding extends to the broader context of age-appropriate expectations in early childhood education. When we acknowledge that children are on unique developmental paths we create an environment that allows each child to flourish at their own pace. This approach, which encompasses emotional expression and regulation, empathy, trust, and attachment, fosters not only social and emotional growth, 
also an inclusive and supportive learning environment. By embracing these principles, we empower our young students to navigate their emotions, form secure attachments, and develop the essential life skills they need to thrive both academically and emotionally. In the following sections, we'll delve deeper into practical strategies to implement these concepts in your classroom, equipping you to be a more informed and empathetic educator. Young children often exhibit social-emotional behaviors that are developmentally appropriate, but may be perceived as inappropriate to teachers who do not consider age-appropriate expectations. Here are five examples. Temper tantrums. Young children may have meltdowns when they are unable to express their frustration or disappointment verbally. These tantrums are a normal part of emotional development as they learn to cope with strong emotions, but they can be seen as disruptive by teachers who don't understand their developmental stage. Parallel play. In early childhood, typically between the ages of two and three years old, parallel play is common where children play near each other, but not necessarily together. Teachers may mistakenly view this as a lack of social interaction, when it's really a step in their social development. Bluntness. Young children are often straightforward in their communication, and they might make comments that are considered impolite or too direct by adult standards. They are still learning the nuances of social etiquette. Sharing struggles. It's normal for young children to have difficulty sharing toys or personal items. Teachers may perceive this as selfishness, but it's a developmental stage as children learn to navigate the concept of ownership and sharing. Imaginary friends. Many young children have imaginary friends as part of their creative and social development. Teachers who aren't aware of this might find it odd and not understand its significance in the child's emotional and cognitive growth. As ECE teachers, our ability to understand and appropriately respond to age-appropriate behaviors is crucial in creating a supportive and empathetic learning environment. Here are some strategies to help us better comprehend and respond to behaviors that might, at first glance, seem inappropriate. First, educate yourself. One of the most important steps is self-education. Familiarize yourself with typical developmental milestones for young children. Understand that certain behaviors are normal for their age and are part of the learning process. Second, observations and patience. Careful observation of each child's unique personality and developmental stage is essential. It's important to be patient and allow children to express themselves in their own way and at their own pace. Instead of reacting immediately to behavior that may seem inappropriate, take a step back, observe, and assess the underlying emotions or intentions. Third, open communication. Encourage open and honest communication with the children. Create a safe space for them to express their feelings, thoughts, and concerns. Acknowledge their emotions and provide guidance on how to express them appropriately. Fourth, Setting realistic expectations. Knowing what is developmentally appropriate for different age groups is essential. Recognize that behaviors like temper tantrums, parallel play, and bluntness are often part of a child's growth journey. 
Instead of trying to suppress these behaviors, set realistic expectations and guide children through these stages with empathy and understanding. Fifth, teaching emotional literacy. Incorporating lessons on emotional literacy can be highly beneficial. Help children identify and label their emotions. Teach them healthy ways to cope with feelings like anger, sadness, and frustration. This empowers them to understand and manage their emotions, reducing the likelihood of inappropriate behavior. In our show notes, you'll find a link to a Pinterest board that we have created that can help offer ways to help you teach this in your classroom. Six, a modeling appropriate behavior. Children learn by observing the adults around them. Model the behavior we'd like to see in your students. Demonstrate patience, empathy, and effective emotional expression in your interactions with them and with your colleagues. Seven, provide guidance. Instead of reacting to inappropriate behavior with frustration or reprimands, offer guidance and support. Help children navigate their emotions and actions by providing alternatives and showing them more appropriate ways to express themselves. Eight, encourage problem solving. When conflicts arise, involve the children in finding solutions. Encourage them to think of ways to resolve issues with their peers. This fosters a sense of responsibility and cooperation. Please refer to our show notes for a link to this month's free download. This resource offers conversation prompts that can help you guide children in effective problem solving. Nine, individualized approaches. Remember that each child is unique and may require different approaches. Some children may need more support with emotional regulation, while others may benefit from more advanced social interaction opportunities. Tailor your approach to meet the individual needs of each child. And 10, positive reinforcement. Recognize and reward positive behaviors and efforts. Reinforcing the behaviors you want to encourage can be more effective than focusing solely on correcting what you perceive as inappropriate. Incorporating these approaches into your teaching practices will not only help you better understand and appropriately respond to age-appropriate behaviors, but will also create a nurturing and supportive environment where children can thrive emotionally and socially. By embracing the uniqueness of each child's developmental journey, you can empower them to grow into emotionally resilient and socially adept individuals. Remember that children's social and emotional development is dynamic and an ongoing process. By adopting a patient, empathetic, and informed approach, ECE teachers can create an environment where children feel valued, understood, and empowered to grow socially and emotionally. This, in turn, sets the stage for lifelong well-being and success. Understanding age-appropriate expectations for social and emotional development in young children within the ECE environment is not merely a best practice. It is a cornerstone of our role as educators. By embracing these principles and fostering secure attachments, emotional regulation, empathy, and effective communication, ECE professionals can create a supportive and nurturing environment that sets the stage for lifelong social-emotional well-being. Jane is a teacher at an early education program. Jane had always enjoyed teaching young children. She loved the energy and enthusiasm they brought into her preschool classroom each day. But lately, she had been noticing something about her reactions to certain student behaviors. 
This group of children was in the same age range that she had always worked with. The development of this class seemed younger than some of the groups she had taught in the past. Rather than responding with patience and understanding, she often found herself reacting with annoyance. One day, she observed a particular child having an explosive temper tantrum. Despite the fact that Jane's classroom lead teacher attended to the child and helped them work through their frustration, Jane realized that her own internal frustration was not because the child was misbehaving, because she had been expecting too much from this child too soon. Jane knew she needed to make a change. Determined to provide the best learning environment for her students, Jane decided to seek additional training in this area. After meeting with her classroom lead teachers, she spoke to the assistant director who helped her find and register for some professional development training, emphasized age-appropriate expectations, understanding child development. During these training sessions, she found invaluable insight on fostering secure attachments, emotional regulation, empathy, and effective communication in the classroom. Jane was inspired to put this newfound knowledge into practice. She started by observing her students more closely, paying attention to their unique developmental stages and needs. She implemented strategies that encouraged social expression and regulation, such as using calming techniques like deep breaths and providing a feelings corner where children could express their emotions through art and play. Jane also made a conscious effort to foster empathy in the classroom. She introduced books and activities that encouraged her students to understand and share each other's feelings. She modeled empathy by actively listening to their concerns and teaching them how to respond with care and understanding. Incorporating these changes into her teaching style was transformative. Jane found that her students were more engaged, cooperative, and excited about learning. The once annoying behaviors now appeared in a new light. They were recognized as opportunities for growth and development, not as mere inconveniences. As time passed, Jane witnessed her students forming stronger connections with each other and with her. The classroom became a safe and nurturing environment where children felt valued and understood. The positive effects were not limited to her students. Jane also experienced a renewed sense of fulfillment and satisfaction in her role as an ECE teacher. Jane's journey to understand age-appropriate expectations not only transformed her classroom, had a profound impact on her life as an educator. Her commitment to meeting her students where they were in their development, filled with her newfound knowledge and training, had created a learning environment, set the stage for lifelong social-emotional well-being. Jane had not only adjusted her teaching style, but had enriched the lives of the children in her care, as well as her own. Understanding age-appropriate expectations for social and emotional development in young children within the EC environment is not merely a best practice. By embracing these principles and fostering secure attachments, emotional regulation, empathy, and effective communication, ECE professionals can create a supportive and nurturing environment that's the stage for lifelong social-emotional well-being. As we guide our young students through these crucial formative years, we empower them with the essential skills they need for future success, not just academically, but also in the complex world of relationships and emotions. 
In recognizing and responding to their developmental needs, we not only promote healthy social and emotional growth, also lay the foundation for a more inclusive, pathetic, and compassionate society. In this episode, we have explored the vital importance of age-appropriate expectations in early childhood education. We have delved into the significance of recognizing and responding to children's behaviors and emotions based on their developmental stages, rather than our own adult perspectives. As we wrap up, it's clear that embracing these principles not only fosters secure attachments, emotional regulation, empathy, and effective communication in young children, also sets the stage for lifelong social and emotional well-being. Now, I encourage you to take this knowledge and share it with your fellow educators and team members. Spark discussions, workshops, and training sessions that integrate these insights into your teaching practices right from today. Together, we can create a brighter future for our children where age-appropriate expectations are the cornerstone of growth, understanding, and empathy. Thank you for joining us on this enlightening journey, and we look forward to exploring more educational insights in our future episodes. And that brings us to the end of this episode of The Teacher's Lounge. We're so grateful for your time and hope you found our discussion helpful and inspiring. Remember, you are doing an amazing job in the field of early education, and we're here to support you every step of the way. Until next time, take care. And we'll be back soon with more resources, insights, and inspirations to help you succeed. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and follow us on all our social medias to stay up to date on the latest happenings inside the lounge. Keep up the great work. We're cheering you on.